Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. The most wanted man in the United States of America is... Brian Laundry. Brian Laundry is the man who many people think killed 22-year-old Gabby Petito. And that story is everywhere. It's 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 all over the news. They they were dating for a while. They were on a uh, car ride across the United States of America. And I know she was posting a lot of stuff on, on social media during their trip. And then um, all of a sudden... People stopped hearing from her. And he returned from their cross-country trip without her. And then last week, her body was found out in Wyoming. And, And now police are looking for him. He, he's he's the most wanted man in America. He lives in Florida. He returned after... He, he drove back to, to Florida, but, but he was alone, obviously. And he stopped into his parents' house. He was there for a little bit, and then he left. And now police have been uh, looking for him. It, it, the, the house where he lives in in Florida, where where his parents live, have been has been inundated by all kinds of people, media, and um, even Dog the Bounty Hunter showed up at his parents' house. And he knocked on the door, 
and Brian Laundry's mother called 911. She she looked out the window and saw Dog the Bounty Hunter with his long, flowing white hair. And she uh, she 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 called the police on him. Uh, but but he's he is now looking for for this guy, and they say this guy Brian Laundry is an outdoorsman. He loves the outdoors, and and he's been in. They they think he's been in the the woods in Florida, the swamps in Florida, uh, living. Living there, some people think that he that he might have went to Mexico. Some people think that he that that he might have went to Canada. I mean, it's a, it's a sad story. It's it's dominating the news, and you know, it's it, it's pretty wild when when someone like like Dog the Bounty Hunter gets involved. You know, he just got married for the sixth time. Do you, do you think that's making a mockery of 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 marriage and, and getting married if you if you marry six different women? I was thinking about that real deeply the other day when I found out that he got married six different times. And I'm trying to figure out, let's say you're the woman that's getting married for the sixth time, marrying him for the sixth time. You're number six. How does he convince you that you're number one, like you're the main one, you're the, you're the love of my life, after five other women, you know, have been told the same thing. He thought he could live the rest of his life with those five other women. I know one of them doesn't count because I believe she died, but in general. His last wife died. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and he, he recently married wife number six if a woman came up to me and i knew she was married five different times before me i would have a hard time believing that i would be the one to break the chain or break the pattern or stop the vicious circle you know i would have a hard time believing that me being number six would be the the, you know the the guy the main one i'd just be another cog in the wheel um so if if you're the most wanted person in the United States of America, you've got so many police looking for you. You've got the media looking for you. He um he won't be able to 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 avoid them much longer. I I, I mean when 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 there's this much attention on you. You're 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 gonna get found whether whether you're still alive or or, or maybe he's gonna off himself. I mean, you're, he he's he's literally the most wanted man in America. This guy, um, Brian Laundry, and, and and they haven't been able to find him yet. Which is weird when you think about all the technology we have: GPS locators, trackers, satellites. Some people think his parents helped him escape because when he came back from the trip that he took 
with his girlfriend, Gabby. He obviously came back alone. And he was at his parents' home in Florida for a couple of days, a day or so. And, and, And then he just, he split. But evidently, he left his cell phone mm. at his at his parents' house, and but but I I can't imagine the most wanted man in America avoiding capture when when there are so many people looking for him. Well, you can rest easy, John. Now we have Dog the Bounty Hunter on the case, so it shouldn't be long now. And and his mother called the police when Dog the Bounty Hunter knocked on the door. And you know the, it was all video recorded because there are just so many people hanging outside of that house right now. And then you see you see Dog the Bounty Hunter walk up and knock on the door and uh and and, and he knocked a few times and and then the next thing you know, they, they played the nine one one call from Brian Laundrie's mother to 911 saying yeah there's there's people trying to get in my house and and 911 they they have called 911 several times because there are tons of people dirt that's the world we live in now when when it's the when there's one story that's the biggest story in the whole country when you've got the most wanted man in the entire country people will just flock uh to spots. Yeah, poor and, the poor mother. You know, she didn't ask for none of this. She has to deal with all these people harassing her, and it's understandable why. But still, I mean, is it is it on her? Should, should she have to suffer from the, the media barrage and all that just because the son did something stupid? I know Dog the Bounty Hunter is popular, but he's not a guy you'd probably want to see knocking on your door. No. No. And it makes me wonder if Dog is doing this because he's genuinely invested in the case or he's just trying to get some PR. That's a good point. So t- today's Tuesday, Coleman. Do you think they will find him, Brian Laundry, by the end of the week? I have I, I can't call it. I have no idea. Cuz the, the the guy clearly has experience in traveling and traversing the country, so he knows his way around the country because you know, he's a road trip type of dude, and he is outdoors, man. So he's not going to be found in any major cities. I know that. Yeah, I hope they. Uh, I hope they 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 find that character soon. All right, uh, coming up on the show this morning. A bunch of Saints fans were in New England for the Saints' victory over the over the New England Patriots on Sunday. A story just came out about how a couple of Saints fans came to the rescue when there was a a bizarre, violent incident that happened in in Boston. We'll we'll tell you about that. We uh, have a lot to do on the show today. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7. 
New Orleans' only classic rock station. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And two days ago on Sunday, uh, the Saints were up in New England. And they beat the New England Patriots, uh, as we mentioned on the show yesterday. If you, if you watch the game, uh, hey, a, a win's a win. It wasn't it wasn't the prettiest win, but they uh, they they got the win. That's what matters. And it'll be neat on this coming Sunday when the when the Saints play their first home game. Here in the Superdome in New Orleans. Yeah, we were talking about the first week against uh, Green Bay and then the second week against Carolina, and we were asking what is the real New Orleans Saints? Is it the one we saw against Green Bay or is it the one that we saw against Carolina? You think the one we saw against New England is more true to life or what we have to look for the rest for the rest of the season? I know you said the offense needs an identity. We still haven't figured the offense out, but as far as the defense goes, they're, they're going to be the key to keeping us in. Yeah, Coleman, I think as we enter week four, I think the real New Orleans Saints are, are a team that has a, a real good defense like last year, and, and they're still finding themselves on offense. They, they you know, they're, they're, they've been through a lot of adversity this year um, between injuries. I mean, this is the first year without their, their legend, Drew Brees, and um, Hurricane Ida made them leave, and now they they just got back into town late Sunday night, and they, 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 they're finally home for the first time in around a month. And um, so they, they, they overcame that. They, they still, um, they, they need to, they need to get an identity on offense. That's what, that's what they need to do. And, and, uh, they're they're welcoming the Giants 
this week, and the Giants are 0 3 and they stink. So um that that's good news. But up in um New England this past Sunday, there were a bunch of Saints fans at that game. And something happened in Boston over the weekend where a couple of Saints fans came to the rescue after something bad happened. There was an escalator malfunction at one of the uh, T-stops in Boston. The T is the is the public train transportation. They, they call it the T. And at one of at one of the the T stops, an escalator malfunctioned, and there were a couple of uh, Saints fans that were right there. And evidently, it was one of the Saints fans that stopped the escalator, which stopped more people from getting injured. Uh, an escalator malfunction in Boston after the Saints-Patriots game Sunday sent several people to the hospital. And uh, two Houdats, two members of the Houdat Nation, were were able to help. It was two women, Sarah O'Coin and Claire Maya. They were both up there for the Saints game. And while they were there, they were able to stop a malfunctioning escalator from hurting more people. He said it was a a bunch of people did get hurt. Those two women, those two Saints fans, were on the escalator. Sunday after the game, and suddenly the escalator at one of the T-stops in Boston reversed direction, causing dozens of people to fall. So the, the escalator was moving, and then it just stopped, and it started going the other way. And, and... One of the uh, the Saints fans, Sarah O'Coin, said, quote, when I felt it stop, we ran to the top. I looked behind me, I saw the pile of people, and I saw blood everywhere. And, and the other Houdat, Claire Maya, told reporters she was able to quickly step off the escalator and spring into action. And uh, she said that she was able to, to, to hit a button. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> that, that, Made the made the escalator stop. 
and evidently there was, um, she said, quote, I ran and hit the emergency stop button on the escalator and held it down until I was sure it was stopped. Boston paramedics said nine people were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Uh, but these two Saints fans who were up there said they saw people that were badly hurt. I mean, what, one, of the, one of the women said that there was blood everywhere and uh, this one little girl who had most of the side of her face gone and her ear was was almost off her head and 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 yeah i wonder what i wonder what's worse was it was it that the elevator was going up, escalator the escalator was going up and it stopped in reverse and came down and everybody fell face first forward or was the escalator going down and it stopped in reverse back up causing every well either way you'll feel face plant forward but I wonder which direction the escalator was going in before it stopped and then reversed. But either way it reversed, you, you're going to fall face forward and face plant. Yeah, the story doesn't say which way the escalator was going. Uh, one of the Saints fans, uh, one of the women here, said after it happened, she ran up and then pushed so the, was, the was, emergency. Yeah, the, it was probably the, going up. The, the emergency button. Um, they were probably going up the escalator then. I wonder what caused it to go rogue. You think the escalator was upset about something? Was it a glitch in the Matrix? What, what do you mean was the escalator upset about I'm something? trying to figure out what would just make it stop in the middle of the day and just reverse course, just all willy-nilly. What do you think it was pissed off that the, that the Patriots lost to the Saints? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Did, did, was there a reason why the escalator? Because we always talked about what's going to take over humanity, whether it's uh, primates or robots, like uh, artificial intelligence. I'm trying to see if this is a sign this, that this, you know, that maybe we're getting to that day where the technology is starting to be aware of itself. The escalator was moving up. Okay, it was moving it was, up. It was moving upward, and then it just went backwards, and that caused uh, said everyone just started falling like dominoes. Uh, people were falling over each other. We're a bunch of kids. Um, but it was it was uh, it was a Saints fan who came to the rescue and 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 got ran up, got off the escalator, pushed the emergency stop button, and uh, because she did, stopped more people from from getting injured. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> this happened on this very same escalator back in 1996. That When that happened, more than 20 people were hurt during that m malfunction at the same subway station, at the same T station. And in, in 2011, it happened again, another escalator malfunction, and that hurt five other people. The same exact escalator? Um, if 
from 96 and 2011. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they should just decommission that escalator. It's going to flip out every few decades or so. No, but 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 good news that that, that a couple of uh, couple of Saints fans were there and 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 helped and did something that that uh, stopped more people from from getting injured. So I I thought I thought that was uh, that was cool when I when I saw that and I hope all the people that got hurt I hope. Uh, they're gonna be all right up there. That, that's bizarre when you're on you're on a you're on a public escalator at a train station, a subway station, a public escalator, and it's going up, and all of a sudden it just stops and starts going down. No, what's more bizarre is that it happened a few times in the past, and people still said, "All right, screw it, we'll keep the escalator." Well, they 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 thought they they fixed it. But um, anyways, great job, ladies. Good stuff. And, and way to represent Saints fans up in New England. All right, coming up on the show. You see, I just read an interview with the actor Will Smith. And he said that he and his wife have had an open relationship. That they have, uh, they've done sex with other people, and and their marriage is doing doing well. I wonder if that's the answer to some people. I mean, we know how how prevalent divorce is in our country. I I, I wonder if um. I, I I saw that. We gotta we gotta tell you about a Guinness Book of World Records breaking dog to tell you why this dog is in the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, and, and I've got another story about a, a man who looks just like a celebrity. He looks so much like the celebrity, he has to wear disguises when he goes out. Or people think think that, that he's the he's the celebrity. we got a lot to do on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. So did you know that the man who shot President Ronald Reagan, John Hinckley Jr., do you know that he's been living with his mother for at least five years? And yesterday it made news that the Justice Department has agreed to drop his release restrictions. Meaning that he'll be able to go wherever he wants, do whatever he wants. There are no restrictions on him, even even online. He can he can But I mean, how do you how do you feel that he was released from a mental hospital five years ago in 2016 and has lived with his mother for the last five years in Williamsburg, Virginia, even though he's had uh, release restrictions on him? I mean, how do you how do you feel about that? The guy shot the president. How old is he? Well, 
If he was in his early 20s in 1981, Coleman, you do the math. I'm not that good at math. He's in his 60s? Oh, yeah, he's not a threat. Yeah, let him, let him go shopping his hover around or whatever. But the, the, the guy shot the president. You don't believe in redemption? He shot the president in, what, 80? What, 1981. 80? Yeah, 1981. I was born in 1981. So, yeah, I think if he, if he hasn't caused any harm since 81 until 2021, I think it's safe to assume he's probably okay. I mean, they let Bill Cosby out. I mean, how much of a threat can this guy be? But he was in a mental hospital for a, for a long time. Five years ago, in 2016, he was released from the mental hospital to live with his mother in Williamsburg, Virginia. So for five years, John Hinckley Jr. has been has been out on the street. I mean, how would you like to be some guy sitting in prison right now for for marijuana? You know, and and where, where that's becoming legal in lots of states. Yeah, you're you're sitting in jail for for weed. And the guy who shot the president of the United States not only has been out of jail for five years, not even jail, he's been out of a mental hospital for five years living with his mother. Yesterday it was announced he will he will have no more restrictions on him. He can go and do whatever he wants. You have no problem no. with, like, if you were in a shopping mall and John Hinckley Jr. bumped into you? No. He did it in 81. People can change. He's been, he did his time. Let the guy live the rest of his life. I don't know if shooting the president is a releasable offense. If you're listening right now, uh, do you agree with the Justice Department dropping the release restrictions for the man who shot Ronald Reagan, uh, John Hinckley Jr.? I mean, how do you feel about him being in a mental hospital and then being released from a mental hospital? Five years ago. Isn't that the point of a mental hospital to help people get better? Isn't that the point to, to rehabilitate them? And it's called a correctional facility because they, they, they're trying to correct people. It's a rehabilitation center. He, he shot the president of the United I've States. I've seen O.J. Simpson playing golf on Twitter. So, hey, if you're listening, text us. Do you agree with me? I think this is wrong. Or do you agree with Coleman? Coleman doesn't think it's a big deal that the guy who shot President Ronald Reagan not only is out, but he has uh, starting in uh, starting soon. He will uh, he will have no restrictions on him. I mean, I think that's crazy. I I think it's crazy. He was released from a mental hospital five years ago. I think it's crazy. He was in a mental hospital. He's crazy. I mean, he shot the president. Text us, keep it short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. But I disagree with Coleman here. I I, I have an issue with this. Or am I wrong? Uh, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. R.E.M. there, Losing My Religion. One of their biggest hits, and it had a mandolin lead. That's why they were surprised when that became one of their one of their biggest hits because there are too many hits that have a mandolin lead. You know, I was thinking about that earlier. We were playing the Eagles, and they had a banjo in it. And I was thinking, you know, we always talk about the greatest guitarist, but we never talk about who's the greatest banjoist or the greatest mandolin player. No, well, in both of those cases, Coleman, with R.E.M. and, and in the Eagles song you're talking about, it was the guitar player. 
from 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 those bands. Um, the Eagles, one of the guitar oh, okay, players, cool. who, who, who was who was playing the, the the banjo for the Eagles and the REM guitar player playing the mandolin for for them. Good morning, John Osterland, here with you. And I just uh, mentioned how the man who shot President Ronald Reagan back in 1981, John Hinckley Jr., just had his release restrictions dropped by the Justice Department. John Hinckley Jr. was released from a mental hospital five years ago. In 2016, he's been living with his mother in Williamsburg, Virginia. Um, he's actually a musician. He plays guitar and he sings. But I thought this whole thing is crazy. I mean, he was in a mental hospital. I mean, he wasn't in prison. And then he, he was released five years ago in 2016 for shooting the president of the United States in 1981. And, and now the Justice Department uh, has agreed to drop his release restrictions because even though he's out living with his mother, he still has restrictions. But those restrictions are going away, and I think I think it's kind of crazy. I mean, the, 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 the guy shot the president of the United States. Coleman over here doesn't think it's a big deal that, that he was out, and he doesn't think it's a big deal that uh, his release restrictions are being dropped by the Justice Department, um, he doesn't have a problem bumping into John Hinckley Jr. walking down the street. And and I asked you to text us. Do you think it's wrong that he's out? I mean, he should have been in prison when he was in a mental hospital. And he's been living with his mother for, for the last five years. I, I mean, how many people are in prison for, for marijuana or smaller crimes, and they're sitting in there right now. And here's the guy who shot the president of the United States in 1981, and he's, he's free. Tony says, hang him. Jeez. Christina from the Warden says, I do think people are capable of redemption, but I agree with John on this one. It's wrong. This text says, let the man live his life. He paid his dues. Did he? 80, I mean, 81 to, two, dude, that's 20 years. Well, slow down here, slow down here. Uh-huh. He did it. He shot Reagan in 1981. Mm-hmm. He was released from a mental hospital in 2016. Yeah, that's a long time. 81 to 2016, that's a long time. But he shot the sitting I, president you, of you, the United I, I States. I understand that. I understand that. This text says, I'm not the president, so I have nothing to worry about. Kenny G said he uh, he not only shot the president but he killed Brady, a Secret Service agent. Well, but, well, he didn't, he shot him in the head and messed him up uh, for for life, and he and there there were a couple of other people that that he shot too. So you know the texture's right. It's not just the sitting president he shot. There were there were what three or four other guys who were shot. James Brady was was the guy he shot in the mm-hmm. head, and and I I don't I don't get how. A, he wasn't in prison, he was in a mental hospital, and B, he was released in 2016 to go live with his mother. And Kenny G asks, would Coleman think differently if he was related to Brady? Once again, I have to tell the story. My dad was murdered when I was 14 years old. If I bump into the murderer today, I'm over it. 
of course I would ha- have some questions. Of course I would ha- harbor some feelings. But I, it's like, dude, it, it was a while back. If I bump into the person that murdered my dad today, I, I wouldn't want him hanged. I wouldn't want him killed or lethally injected. But I would ask him, why did you do it and have a conversation with him? Because I'm over. Yes, back when I was 14, 15, I wanted the guy to fry because it was fresh. But now that time has passed, you know, I, I would I would say, hey, I'll forgive him. I would forgive the guy. I said, I don't know what you were going through back then, but I believe people can change. I truly do believe in redemption and uh, forgiveness and rehabilitation. I do, truly to my heart. So, yeah, this, this guy done this in 81. It's 2021. You know how much has changed as far as life goes in 40 years? A lot can change. We don't know where this guy's heart at now. We're just, we're, we're, what we're doing is we always take that one thing that people are known for, the worst thing in their life, and we harbor that no matter how much people change. We harbor for that one thing. He oh, shot the sitting president he, yes, of he the shot United a man. States he shot and a, a man. few other people who were right around him. He shot a man. But it, let's say he got baptized. And, uh, you, you're a Catholic. Like, let's say he got baptized and asked the Lord for forgiveness and he repented. Would that not change your mind about who this person is? You don't think people can change over the span of 40 years? Sure, I think people can change. I, I just don't think it was right that he wasn't in prison. He was in a mental hospital. And I don't think it's right that in 2016 he was released so from you don't, that. you don't agree with the experts that actually had to watch over him in the mental hospital? You don't agree with the experts at the Justice Department that think, yeah, all right, this guy's cleared to go? These guys have been monitoring this dude since then. They've been watching his progress. They've been paying attention to him. And they obsessed. They obsessed. Yeah, I think it's okay to let this guy be free. So you don't agree with the experts? Well, Coleman, I, I just think if you if you sit this if you if you shoot the sitting president of the United States of America and a few other guys who were around him, I, I don't I don't know I don't think you should see the light of day ever again. Well, okay, well we'll, we'll agree to disagree. I, I agree that I, whatever they did, they, I think they assessed that this guy is not a threat anymore. They assessed that he should be free to live the rest of his life, and yeah, I'm cool with it. Text us. Keep your texts coming in. Do you agree with Coleman? I disagree with him. Or do you agree with me? I think this whole thing is wrong, to be honest with you. Uh, Text us at 504-260-9595. We want more of your texts. I want to see if you agree with Coleman or you agree with me about John Hinckley Jr. First and foremost, being in a mental hospital and being released from that mental hospital in 2016 to go live with his mother, and now, five years later, the Justice Department in our country just agreed to drop the release restrictions that were on him, that are on him. Text us, keep it short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it next on the show. Do you agree with me and think this is nuts, or do you agree with Coleman? Hey, people can change. It's been 40 years. Let them out. Wow. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterlin. 
here with you. And since it's uh, five after seven, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. If you're just joining us, Coleman and I uh, disagree about something. And we wanted to get your take on it. Who, who, do, you, uh, who do you agree with, uh, Coleman or me? We were talking about how it made news yesterday that the man who shot President Ronald Reagan back in 1981, John Hinckley Jr., and by the way, Reagan wasn't the only one that he shot. Uh, James Brady was shot in the head. Uh, I know one of Reagan's Secret Service agents took one right in the chest. Um, uh, uh, Reagan wasn't the only one shot. A few people were shot that day in Washington, D.C. Well, yesterday it made news that the Justice Department agreed to drop the release restrictions for John Hinckley Jr. He's already out. And he, he wasn't even in prison. He was in a mental hospital, and he was released from the mental hospital in 2016. He's been living with his mother in Virginia since 2016. And yesterday it made news that uh, the release restrictions that have been on him are going to be released, are, are going to be dropped. I think this whole thing is wrong. I think it's wrong that he wasn't in prison, that he was in a mental hospital. I think it's wrong that he was released from that mental hospital five years ago to go live with his mother in Williamsburg, Virginia. And now I think it's wrong that the Justice Department is is dropping the release restrictions on him. Coleman doesn't think it's wrong. I said I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, I don't think it's that major. Of, uh, once, once again, 40 years have passed. Your stance is he should, I guess, rot in prison. My stance is I believe that he probably was a bit mentally ill and he went to some sort of re- rehabilitation. The reason we call uh, these things correctional facilities or rehab is for the purpose of correcting somebody's behavior or rehabilitation. And they were monitoring this guy. It's not like they weren't paying attention to him. They were monitoring him. They were assessing him. And the experts, whoever they are, have determined after 40 years, we, we believe that he, he's no longer a threat to society and he should be free to live the rest of his life. That's how, that's what, that, I, that's what I feel. I don't, is it good or bad? It's irrelevant. To me, it's not a big deal. If they say so, screw it. I, I mean, how many other people have done a lot of time in prison for doing a lot less on the outside than shooting the sitting president of the United States and other men that were around him. I I I think it's I, I think it's nuts. And he, he obviously had mental health issues because after this happened he said that he, he was obsessed with the with the at the time the young actress Jodie Foster. But, you know, I just, I, I think, Coleman, about, about people who are, who are in prison for, for marijuana or people who are in prison for a long time 
for things not nearly as serious as shooting the sitting president of the United States and and men who were around him. I mean, James Brady got shot in the head. The, the Brady bill came out of that. And, and I asked you to text us, do you do you agree with, with, with me? Or, or do you agree with Coleman that, all right, he served his time. Experts have been have been paying attention to him for a long time. And, and if that's what they say, then so be it. I, I Coleman and I don't disagree a ton. We disagree sometimes. And this is one of the times that, that, that we're disagreeing. I say this is wrong, and we asked you to text us. Do you, do you agree with, with, with Coleman, or do you agree with me? This first text says, some crimes you just can't forgive. AJ says, he shot the president to impress Jodie Foster. He was nuts. This text says, he was found not guilty by insanity. He did 35 years in an institution, five years probation. To say he should never see the light of day makes it sound like mental illness should not be considered for wrongdoings. This text says, if he's mentally sound enough to be let out of a mental hospital, he's mentally sound enough to serve a prison sentence. I'll meet you halfway. I'll say, yeah, now that he's mentally stable enough to live, maybe he should serve. I'll meet you halfway and say that. Yeah, I could agree with that. And if you're just joining us earlier in the show, Coleman mentioned how when when he was a kid, Someone shot and killed his father. And, and Coleman said that all these years later, if he redeemed himself, if, if experts thought that he was all right to be released, Coleman wouldn't have an issue with, 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 with the man who Not shot and that. killed I his don't father. Even, I don't even released. have an issue with him. Let's say I met the guy. Let's say I, I met the guy that killed my father. All, so much time has passed that I'm over the feelings. Life has moved on. So even if I met the dude, I personally wouldn't have any hatred or anger towards it. That's what I mean. Like, I really do believe that, you know, after so, so much time has passed, what's the point of harboring that anger? What's the point of harboring that hatred? I think that's probably one of the reasons why I feel the way I feel about this issue because I wasn't, I was born in 81, so I don't remember it like people who saw it happen. You know, I remember 9-11. I was an adult, you know, I was older for that. So maybe the reason why I don't think it's a big deal is because I don't understand the uh, societal impact it had at the time because I was just being born. So to me, it's like something that happened, like Vietnam. I wasn't around for Vietnam. So my personal opinions about Vietnam are just based on what history has told me, not based on what I've actually experienced. So I do believe that some of the people who feel like he should burn, he should burn in hell, this, that, and the other, they, they were around at the time when it happened. They saw how it affected the country. I wasn't. I'm hearing everything from retrospect. But, you know? but, but And I was a kid when, when Reagan got shot, and he shot, John Hinckley Jr. shot the sitting president of the United States and other men around him. And I, I like that, that first text you just read. You know, some crimes, Coleman. I I think, I think some crimes warrant never being released. This guy wasn't even in prison. He was in a mental hospital. Yeah, he because he he was clearly crazy. Yes. Gene says I agree with Coleman. Even if he was sent to prison after several decades, he would have been rehabilitated. Haven't you ever seen Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption? 
Yeah, that's a movie, though. It's a great movie, but... Uh, Drew W. says, if you ever spend time in prison or a mental institution, you probably wouldn't be so quick to judge. I'm not sure what that one means. No, yeah. I, I live my life to avoid uh, prison and mental institutions, uh, Texter. Would your position be different if he killed the president? Well, we wouldn't be talking about it because he would definitely be serving life in prison if he actually did kill the president. Okay. And that was, that was uh, something funny that came out of this is when they brought Ronald Reagan, the president, into the hospital after he got shot. Uh, he looked at the doctor and, and he said, I hope you're not a Democrat. Roy says, Coleman is correct. People can and do change. Jesus redeems the worst of us. And FYI, if you get ser- if you get saved in jail, that's great. You can also serve the Lord and Savior in jail. So they got a lot of them coming in. Well, then, no, this is something I think that most people would have an opinion on and something you and I are disagreeing about, Coleman. Mm-hmm. It says, put yourself in Brady's family shoes. Brady was uh, given a life sentence. Why shouldn't a guy be serving a life sentence? That's another thing. I, I also don't like the idea that we feel like we have to solve suffering by more suffering. Since this person suffered... This guy also has to suffer. Since he made this person's life miserable, we should all be mad at this guy and make his life miserable too. You know, there, if that was the case, why not just go to how we used to do things like with dueling and stuff like that, uh, ex- like public executions. If, that, if that's how we really feel as a society, why do we have a judicial system in the first place? Isn't, aren't we supposed to be better than the criminals? Aren't we supposed to be like, well, yeah, we're going to uh, lock you up. We're going to try to rehabilitate you because we're better than you. But if, we feel like, well, if this person's burned down your house, well, I got to burn down your house. That that makes us just as bad as them, right? That's what I was always taught. We have to be better than them. We have to look at things better. Yeah, he shot the sitting president. And if maybe if he did it for political reasons and he had more wherewithal, I would probably feel different. But he did it because he was nuts. He did it because he, he was crazy. He probably feels different about Jody Foster now than he did back then in 81. 40 years have passed, his mind has probably legitimately changed, especially after he found out that Jody Foster doesn't want anything to do with him. So what's the purpose? I believe that this guy is no longer a threat to society, so let the guy live his life. What's the worst he can do now? Again, I think there are, there are some crimes, Coleman, that, uh, you know, I've been to Washington, D.C. There are two Hilton hotels in Washington, D.C., because where, where John Hinckley Jr. shot Ronald Reagan was right outside of a Hilton hotel. And there are, there are two Hilton hotels in Washington, D.C., and, and one of them, that one, to this day, is still referred to as the Hinckley Hilton, even though where he shot Ronald Reagan um, right outside of the hotel, that's been redone. It doesn't look anything like it did in 1981 when this happened. But I, I enjoy hearing your texts because, again, this is this is a, a, a story that most people have an opinion on, and, and Coleman and I happen to disagree on this one. Well, we appreciate your texts, as always. And, and keep, keep them coming in. There are, there are other things um, we've got to get to on the show this morning. And including, there's a guy who looks so much like the singer Ed Sheeran that he has to wear a disguise when he goes out because he always gets 
so much attention, people think he's Ed Sheeran. Would you be wearing a disguise if you looked that much like a celebrity? Stay tuned for that, and, and we, we, we've got more to get to um, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. You know, the wildfires out in California, um, they're awful, obviously, and they, they, they happen all the time. But a woman just got arrested because authorities say she started one of the wildfires by boiling bear urine to, yeah! to drink. She's 30 years old. Her name is Alexandra Suvernova. And she's a self-described shaman. I mean, there's some, she's a woman, and she calls herself a shaman. What you want her to call her, shaw woman? I, I don't know if there is such a thing. Coleman, are you familiar with with? A shaman? What, yeah, what, I know what, what shamans are. are. Yeah, those are the people that do the peace pipes. Smoke weed every day. And they meditate and they take you to a higher plane of dimension based on your astrophysical plane, a metaphysical aura. When Jim Morrison was alive singing for the doors, uh, he referred to himself as a shaman. When, when, the, when the doors would be playing concerts and, you, and you'd did see he, him. Did, did he take you to a higher plane of existence? You see, did you see funny colors and pink hippos? Oh, I'm sure people saw funny colors and pink hippos when they when they went to a Doors concert. Oh, yeah, he's a shaman. Back then. Yeah, he's a shaman. Um, but this woman said that the the wildfires in California that they're saying she started, she said she started them uh, by accident because she's a shaman and she was boiling bear urine to drink. And that's what started... Uh, one of the one of the wildfires. I wonder where she got bear urine from. Where 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 would you where would you go get bear urine that you could then put in a in a pot and boil it to drink because you're a shaman? I would assume a bear. Yeah, but you'd have to get next to the bear. Yes, you would. Are you going to put a a pot underneath a bear while it's while it's going number one? I would assume so. I mean, I don't think you you get bear urine after it's already on the ground, right? You would have to get it fresh in the pot. Right That's why the, I'm asking the question. Right out the tap. You have to get it right out the tap. So I'm, I'm assuming she puts a pot down <laughs> in front of a bear or behind a bear <laughs> to get her bear urine. You know, I'm still looking for the uh, the woman of my dreams. I wonder if a female shaman would be someone that I would find attractive. She drinks bear urine, though. Yeah, you know? that's a, that's an issue. I didn't even know bear urine was flammable. The fact that she started a wildfire while trying to boil your bear urine. Well, I, I would like to know uh, how and where she got the bear urine and, uh, and uh, how long she's been a shaman. A shaw woman. How about that? A shaw woman here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland, here with you. I was just reading about this guy 
he looks so much like the musician Ed Sheeran that many times when he leaves his home, he has to wear a disguise. And he does so to escape crazy fans. It wasn't that long ago we talked about a guy who lived in England, I believe, who looked a lot like Brad Pitt. And he said that he had a hard time getting women because he looked like Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, which is which is bizarre. But we we were talking about that boy. Could you imagine if you're a dude and you and you look a lot like Brad Pitt, you would think life would be would would be easier for you. Yeah, the problem with him was even though he looked like Brad Pitt, he didn't have Brad Pitt's money. Well, this guy, he lives in England too. His name is Ty Jones. And he he's from Manchester, England. And he grew up believing he'd never accomplish his dreams of becoming an entertainer. But then he realized he looked pretty much exactly like the singer-songwriter from England, Ed Sheeran. And now this guy... has put that to use and he works as a full-time look-alike and he's also an aspiring actor. But he should play Ed Sheeran in the Ed Sheeran biopic. He says that looking so much like Ed Sheeran has some drawbacks. And, and the biggest one is how Ed Sheeran has some fans who are obsessed with him. And because of that, when this Ed Sheeran lookalike named Ty Jones goes out, most of the time he has to wear a disguise. Could you imagine that? Looking so much like somebody, a celebrity, someone famous, that you would have to wear a disguise just to leave your house? I think most people, depending on who the celebrity is, they would like to look like a celebrity, and they would show their face all the time so they can be confused with that celebrity. That way they can score babes. He says, quote, I've had crazy numbers of fans follow me. Good thing it's fans. And and, and he, he has to... He has to escape Ed Sheeran fans when he's out in the public because he looks so much like him. So he says the easiest thing for him to do is to is to wear a disguise. I don't know if he wears one of those you know pairs of glasses with the fake nose and the mustache. <laughs> nose, the, the Marcho Groucho, whatever it's called. Groucho Marx, yeah. Hey, uh, imagine being a celebrity and you a celebrity lookalike, or you look so much like a celebrity. But uh, that celebrity that you look like has the wild nights in Vegas, and now he owes he owes some handlers some money, and the and the goons go looking for him, and they mistake you for that celebrity. 
He said he's had Ed Sheeran fans come up to him. They've been crying and shaking. He said some person on a bicycle was driving by him while he was walking down the street, and they crashed their bike because they were staring at him. Huh. I've seen stuff like that happen, but I can honestly say I don't know what that feels like. I've never been that starstruck, and I met some of my favorite celebrities, yet I was still able to hold my composure. I didn't freak out, so to speak. There was one person that came up to that came up to him and said, Oh my God, I can't believe I just met Ed Sheeran and they, they were they were literally shaking. Could you could you imagine looking like that much like a celebrity? Imagine what the Kevin Spacey looking like is is dealing with these days. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about him last week. If you're listening, if if you could look like any celebrity, who would it be? People tell me I look like Colton from Fresh Prince. I didn't choose that look, but that's what they tell me I look like. I don't see it, but everybody else does, apparently. A little bit. I wouldn't say you're a dead ringer for Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air like this guy is a dead ringer for the singer-songwriter Ed Sheeran. But if you could look... Or if you do look like somebody, who is it? But but if you could look like anybody, who would you choose to look like? Text us. 504-260-9595. Keep your text short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. This is going to be the time when we congratulate the winner of this past weekend's King of the Bayou. Because after last night's Monday night football game, the week is over. And this is where we will we will call the winner to congratulate them and and tell them, "Hey, you just won $50 worth of groceries at Zapardo's Family Market in Metairie." Congratulations. But we're having an issue, uh, a little uh, technology issue, and we're not able to do that right now. I, I know we mentioned it yesterday, Coleman, but the winner had, or the leader going into last night, had 14. Right. Picked 14 correct NFL games this past weekend which was incredible because that means yesterday that person only missed one game because there there are 16 games. And we also mentioned that Kat had one game. So if she picked Dallas last night, she probably has two games, which means she would have two points right now. I think I think that's more difficult <laughs> than 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 winning. <laughs> 14 or, or 15 games. I think losing 14 or 15 games is is harder. Um so good job, Cat. But we will we will we will call the winner tomorrow morning. If if you haven't gotten involved in our King of the Bayou, it just started. We started 2 weeks late this year because of Hurricane Ida. You still got time to get in. 
All right, so you only missed one week. You picked the NFL games, just pick the winners, no point spread. And whoever picks the most each week will win a $50 gift card for Zapardo's family market. And at the end of the season, the grand prize winner has $6,000 worth of prizes, including a diamond ring, a 65-inch high-definition flat-screen television, an autographed Saints Drew Brees jersey, and an autographed Drew Brees football. Sign up at our, sign up at our website. It's free. It don't cost anything. At Bayou957.com. Yeah, if you want to check out the leaderboard, trust me, all the important people know about it, and they're, they're fixing it, so don't fret. It'll be all. It'll be all over shortly. All the more important people who get paid more than us to handle stuff like that. They're all on it. Yeah, I don't know what the technical issue is, but um, I, th- I have a theory. I think the prizes are so immense and excitement was so vast, and everybody was jumping in on it that we broke the server because you know the the prizes are just what diamond rings and jerseys and footballs and Zapardo's gift cards. It's like television. Yeah, man, a big a big screen TV. The server couldn't handle all the excitement. Well, so we'll, we will we will call the winner of this week's King of the Bayou tomorrow morning, at this time. We we usually do it on Tuesday mornings. Uh, we will we will we will do that tomorrow. But if you haven't signed up for free to to, to play, it, it's a lot of fun. And get your friends and your your coworkers involved, and you can have contests with them and battles with them. And, and then when you when you when you go to our website Bayou957.com, you see it all right in front of you. All the numbers are, are, are right there. All the statistics are right there. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. So we will uh, we will call that winner tomorrow morning on the show. Coleman, I just saw an interview with the actor Will Smith. And he said... That he likes to get jiggy with it? He does. But he said both he and his wife during their marriage, have done sex with other people. So I guess that they've got kind of a an, an open relationship. But, I mean, th- think about that. I mean, if you're, if you're Will Smith, probably everywhere he goes, and, and his wife is a looker, Jada Pinkett Smith, I'm sure these two, wherever they go, they, they've got people throwing themselves at them, saying, do sex with me. I, I want to do sex with you. And, and so may, maybe that has helped keep their marriage together. Think about that for a second. Because usually when people are married, if one cheats, if, if one does sex with, with, with somebody else, a lot of times that's the end of the marriage. But, but maybe maybe that is is keeping those two together. But you also have to be as hot as Will Smith and as hot as Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm quite sure they had a conversation early on, a long time ago, before they dove into their relationship. They said, look, you obviously are hot. I'm obviously hot. We obviously like to do sex. So I'm sure that we're going to bump into people who are probably sexually attracted to both of us, and we're probably going to be attracted to them, and we might get tempted. So how about we just agree, look, if you see somebody you want to smash, you get to smash them as long as you come back to me, and I'll smash whoever I want to smash as long as you know I come back to you. But we, we're not going to live in this reality where we're going to sit here and think, 
Nobody that's hot is going to try to do sex with us. And we have to say, well, no, I can't because I'm married. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild. I remember watching The Sopranos, and Carmela Soprano, who was Tony Soprano's wife, said, look, I know you're, 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 you're banging these other women. Just don't bring home any diseases. You know, I mean, it's, again, in, in many marriages, that would end the marriage. But I, I guess the way Carmela Soprano thought about it was, look, he's going to do what he's going to do. I, I still I still have the financial benefits of, of everything he does. Um, yeah, I do find when men bring something to the table like a lot of money and then uh, the Soprano situation, protection in money, and Will Smith's situation, looks in money. I do find that when a man has some sort of power, something to bring to the table, women are more inclined to forgive them if they do go out and smash another chick because it's like, oh, well, obviously he's going to smash another chick. Look at him. Or, look, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know who I thought about, too, when I, when I saw this story? I thought about John Bon Jovi. Because John Bon Jovi married his high school sweetheart. And think about his life after high school being John Bon Jovi, being a rock star, traveling the world, Many times, and he's a guy that probably so many places where he went, I mean, after a Bon Jovi concert, before a Bon Jovi concert, during a Bon Jovi concert, how many really hot women would want to would do sex with him, would want to would be with him? So, thinking to myself, it's probably something similar going on with him. And, and you know, when it, when it comes to sex... Just because you're doing sex with somebody else doesn't mean you love them. Of course. Of yeah, I mean, you could, <laughs> a, a man could love his wife, but if he's got all these good-looking women throwing themselves at him, it, it's tough, tough to say no. Look, if, if you're listening right now, what, what do you think of what Will Smith said? Well, some would say if you can have sex with somebody other than your spouse, that means you really didn't love your spouse to begin with. If you have it within you, to step out and do sex with somebody else, that means you probably really didn't truly love your spouse. Because if you loved them, you wouldn't do sex with anybody else. You know, else. I, could see, I could see someone saying that and why they say that. But I could also see how you know, someone like Will Smith and Will Smith's wife, they're, they're married to each other. But if everywhere they go, people are throwing themselves at them because they want sex with them. It's 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 wild how this could help save the marriage when in other cases this is what would 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 end a marriage. If if you're listening, it, is that something that could ever be accepted in in your marriage or completely not? And I understand if you say completely not. I can understand I, if you're a swingers. Yeah, I mean, I I got to be honest with you. If I were was married, which I'm not, I. I and I want to be married. I, I I would have a tough time. <clears throat> I would I would have a tough time with 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 my wife doing sex. With with another dude. I I would have a tough time with that. Well, I'm on the opposite. I don't want to get married. I've seen what marriages do to people. 
And I don't. I think I want to go my entire life without being married. I still like to do sex, however. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, relationships, I don't think that's my bag. I mean, are are you amazed that that cheating with other people is helping keep this marriage and, and maybe others? Look, I don't know what John Bon Jovi does or did, but he married his high school sweetheart. You're telling me that that's the only woman John Bon Jovi's ever been with? Are you are you kidding? When you put it that way, it sounds miserable, right? On one end, you're like, man, I've been married to my wife for 40 years and I've never had sex with another woman. It's supposed to be celebrated, but you also think, man, you mean to tell me you've never had sex with any other woman your entire life and you're going to die on having sex, that one type of sex? For, like, dude, there's so many different types of sex you're going to be having. No, I say that with, with people who who married their high school sweethearts or their college sweethearts. Oh, they're missing, they're like, missing out like, on so my much. my God, do, do you know how many... <laughs> Text us. I, I mean, what, what do you think about this? Is this something that you could live with if you're married or completely not? And, and I, I understand if you say completely not because I wouldn't want my wife uh, doing, doing sex with another dude. Text us. 504-260-9595. Keep it short. One or two sentences. Let us know. And we'll, uh, if it's good, we'll read your text coming up on the show. I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Um, still got a bunch of stuff here. Hang out with us on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. If you're just joining us, we were talking about how Will Smith, the actor, uh, just did an interview where he said both he and his wife have done sex with other people during their marriage and maybe that's one thing that, that has kept that marriage together. Jada Pickett Smith, Smith is really hot. And, and what's wild about that, that's usually the thing that ends marriages. But in this case, it may have kept their marriage together. And I asked you to, to text us in your marriage. Is that something that would fly or is that a no-go? Uh, that, that would never happen. This first text says, love and sex aren't connected. My wife and I are totally cool with it, and it's fun to get different types of sex. Wow. Crow from Slidell says, there's no way I'm okay with my woman going out and doing all that kind of nasty stuff with another dude and then coming home to me. No way. See, I see, this is one of those where, where uh, look, I wouldn't, if I was married, I, I wouldn't want my, my wife uh, doing sex with another dude. Well, William says, the thoughts of another man's junk in my wife really makes me ill. But I'm up for a threesome. Me, my wife, and another hot babe. That's definitely on the bucket list. That's kind of a double standard. <laughs> this text says, we tried it and it always led to problems, either for her or for me. It's a give and a take. At least you gave it a shot and you figured out where you stand. This text says, uh, only ever been with my fiance." Uh, before that, we already established that we'd have one, quote-unquote, pass. You know a funny story about the pass? The pass is when you allow your uh, your spouse to get one in, like the free pass. There was this dude and his wife, they, it's going to be quick, a dude and his wife, they gave each other three passes, but the dude, his passes were people he could never smash, like celebrities, like Scarlett Johansson and stuff like that, while the wife, her passes were just people around the neighborhood that she could smash at any time. So I think she won that deal. Yeah. Boy, that, 
Okay, okay, we'll let you. What, what do you mean the guy across the street? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. We, yeah, he picked Scarlett Johansson and Penelope Ford and all that. Thank you for the text. We, uh, we always appreciate them. Coming up next is the dumbest thing I read all morning. And it's, it's some things that uh, a celebrity has said. That's next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And it's time for the dumbest thing I read all morning. So the actress Gwyneth Paltrow has said some some dumb things or she said some crazy things, whichever word you want to use. And and I've got some of the things that she has said right in front of me here. Um she compared mean online comments to war. She said you come across online comments about yourself and your friends and it's a very dehumanizing thing. It's almost like how in war you go through this bloody dehumanizing thing and then something is defined out of it. Okay. She I, she compared mean online comments to, to war. I I guess I kind of see where she's trying to go. I guess she said it shapes her as a person, maybe. Going through traumatic experience shapes her. Uh, I'm, I'm, it, was, it, was, it was a dumb comment. Okay. Uh, she also said, Coleman, she claimed that she has it harder than mothers with regular jobs. She said... I think it's different when you have an office job because it's routine and, you know, you can do all the stuff in the morning and then you come home in the evening. When you're shooting a movie, they're like, we need you to go to Wisconsin for two weeks. And then you work 14 hours a day and that part of it is very difficult. I think to have a regular job and be a mom is not as, of course there are challenges, but it's not like being on set. So she's complaining that as a multi-million dollar actress, that it that it's harder for her being a mother than it is for other mothers. I guess she's trying to say um, house mothers are closer to their kids than actresses who have to travel the world. Uh, that was a dumb statement. Okay. I'm trying to help you out, Gwen. Um, and then she said when it came time, uh, someone asked her about what her and her family eat. Gwyneth Paltrow said she'd rather smoke crack than eat cheese from a tin. And she also said that she would rather die than let my kid eat cup of soup. So think about that. Here's a, here's a, now I like cup of soup. Here's a, here's a cup of soup. Okay. And here's death. Pick one. Gwyneth Paltrow picks death. 
She would rather die than have her kid eat cup of soup. Can we say maybe she's just embellishing to make a point? You don't think she'd actually die to eat cup of soup, right, if the opportunity really presented itself? I'm quite sure she would eat the cup of soup. Um, on, when she was 29 years old, she said this about aging. I just turned 29, so I probably don't have that many good years left in me. Oh. Although these days, you know, 30 is the new, what is it, 16 or 17, and and, and 40 is the new uh, 30. Yeah, I've heard that, like, 60 is the new 40 and dead is the new 90. She said this about using psychedelics, about, about using psychedelic drugs. Um, she admitted using MDMA. I have no clue what that is. It's, it's ecstasy, right? I don't know. Something like that. It's got something she got from a shaman, maybe. She said it was a very, very emotional experience. Being the person that people perceive me to be is inherently traumatic. I mean, she says some wild stuff. Remember, this is the woman who sells a candle that smells like her vajayjay. And I think it says that right on the right on the side of the candle. Yeah, it smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. I think I think that's, that's what it name. says. That's the name of the actual candle. Uh she has said some ridiculous things. You never felt pressure to be the person everybody wanted you to be instead of just being yourself? Like so I get I get that pressure sometimes, especially when I do day drinking videos, you know, you hit the the people have a perception of what they want from me based on what I have to give. Like they make their own, they put me on a pedestal and it's like, I don't oh, know if I can live up to your standards. Stop talking like Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I'm not, I'm and here's what she said on her haters. She has haters? I guess Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah, I guess when she sees mean things about her online or whatever the case may be. Gwyneth Paltrow said, I can't pretend to be somebody who makes $25,000 a year. I don't well, have to, she's an actress. I don't she have to pretend. <laughs> she's an actress. She can't act like she makes $25,000 right. a year. That one was dumb. That, that one was. I think was, all of these things she said were dumb. That one was dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. I, I think everything she said was dumb, Coleman. And finally, she took credit for the yoga trend. She said, forgive me if this comes out wrong, but I went to do a yoga class in Los Angeles recently, and the 22-year-old girl behind the counter was like, have you ever done yoga before? And I literally, literally, I turned to my friend and I was like, you have this job because I've done yoga before. Wow, that's narcissistic. Dude, everything she says is narcissistic. <laughs> I'll still smash, though, at the end of the day.
Well, some of the eye-raising, eyebrow-raising comments by Gwyneth Paltrow. That's th- th- these comments. It's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.